Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love guys. Now today's first story comes from Nightless Nights. And the post was titled, Am I the arsehole for telling my boyfriend I won't marry him if he keeps his friendship with my ex? Throw away fake names. So my boyfriend Dylan and I have been dating for almost five years and he proposed nine months ago. We've known each other since high school. However, at the time we were only friends since I was dating my ex, Jason. Long story short, he cheated multiple times and we broke off. That's when I went to college, where I started dating Dylan. They only knew each other from high school but never had an actual friendship. Well, Dylan decided to host a party in order to celebrate our engagement and one of his friends brought Jason. And surprise, surprise, they became friends. Now they text every day, go out on the weekends, or even have dinner together constantly. At first, I didn't think too much of it, but now I am uncomfortable. I talked about this with Dylan after he came back home from work. I established that his friendship with Jason is concerning to me and how he spends more time with him. But he told me I was exaggerating. We kind of had an argument about how Jason cheated and lied to me for years and how he could be okay with that. He said that people can change and that he didn't mean it, blah, blah, blah. We didn't talk much after that, but then he apologized and told me he'd take me to dinner at my favorite restaurant the next day in order to compensate for the time. We haven't had these weeks. I was really excited. I even went to get my hair done and bought a really pretty dress that afternoon. We'd see each other at the restaurant since he can't get out of work earlier. Well, an hour passed and there was no sign of him. I started to get worried and called him repeatedly. Then he arrived, looking terrible. He was drunk and even smelt like cigarettes. I asked him where he was at and tried to avoid the question. I asked him again and his guilty face told me everything. He was with Jason. I was livid and left the restaurant. We had an argument outside and he confessed that he promised Jason to go with him to visit this new bar at his house and didn't want to fail him. But I said it seemed he cared more about him than us that he should get married to him if he is that important. He said he was the only one who understands him, not like me. Exploited told him, if he doesn't cut him off, then I won't marry him. He started crying and calling me an asshole for putting him in that position, and he left. Now his mom and sister are calling me also the asshole, manipulative of his life. I am at my sister's house, but I really don't know if what I did makes me the asshole or not. Hope he adds an edit a little bit after they posted and said Jason called me. He asked me if we could see each other to talk about something. He didn't disclose what it was, but he said it was important. Now, I gotta say, I found it weird that Jason even turned up to this party to begin with. He was invited to it. He must have known you was going to be there. I found it strange in itself that he decided to turn up. And then this sort of weird-ass friendship blossomed. And you expressed that... You know, this guy had cheated on you and lied to you for years. He hurt you 
and you're willing to be friends with someone like that totally wrong in my opinion and i don't know what dylan is thinking especially when he tried to downplay it all and he said you know people change and he didn't mean it blah 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 and then the last paragraph certainly had me thinking there was more going on when he turned up and he was drunk and smelling like cigarettes you know he might have just went out but the way he said in the end that he was the only one who understands him etc certainly did raise an eyebrow Actual says not the arsehole, if your boyfriend loves you, why would he want to spend time and be friends with someone who hurt you? Regardless if it was during high school, ask yourself how your boyfriend would react if you were friends with one of his cheating exes. If I were UOP, I'd dump him and not waste my time. Odin Scrotum <laughs> says, you're right, he cares more about his friendship than you. You two aren't married and he's already dropped you for a new friend. This would be a bad sign even if you didn't have a history with Jason, but your fiancé can't even comprehend why their friendship might upset you. Do you really want to marry a guy who doesn't love you enough to put you first? This sets a precedence for the whole marriage if you allow it. Not the arsehole, obviously. Second cup of coffee says the minute you move on from your fiancé, your ex will drop him. Actually, it may take a bit to get to the point where your ex believes you really have walked away from your fiancé. He tends to either get you back himself or ruin your relationship. Thing is, your ex probably has done you a favor. Now you know how weak your fiance is. When you marry, you want a husband who really loves you and has character. Someone not susceptible to other people's skilled manipulations. Let your fiance go and find out on his own what your ex is up to. Block your ex and don't let him make a pitch for you. Diablic says everyone sucks here. I can see why your fiance thinks you're being manipulative. One of the first red flags pretty much everyone will be taught is to look out for someone trying to isolate you from your friends. You will come and get your fiancé and attacking him for spending time with a friend he's getting close to. I want to be clear here. I don't think you're being manipulative, but your actions appear indistinguishable from a manipulator in even the way you yourself describe going about it. This needs to be a discussion, not an argument, not a shouting match, not accusations being tossed around. None of that. A discussion. You've presented yourself in a way that basically everyone is taught to watch out for as a first sign of abuse. Take a step back, calm down, and talk to your fiancé and calmly explain to him why you're uncomfortable. Also, your fiancé obviously sucks here too. I don't really think I need to explain the why of that. It's pretty self-evident. And one more from Conference Previous who says you're the arsehole. He would do well to dump you. You're causing drama where there is none, but I bet money you do that a lot. It'd be wise to run far, far away. So, Opie makes an update in the comments of this post and says, I wasn't sure if I could actually write an update. I'm not fine. This has been so much, but you all pretty much wanted to know if I was okay. And thank you to those who sent supportive messages. I really appreciate it. So, for the update. We went to a coffee shop near my house and we talked. He said he was sorry for what Dylan did and that if he had known Dylan had a plan with me already, he'd have cancelled immediately. Because he cares for me and that he was sorry for our past issues. That he has changed and he's a better man now. I went straight to the point and asked him what he wanted. He continued by saying that he was only telling me this because he cares and wants me to be happy. The thing is, Dylan is gay. Not bi, gay. Jason has known since high school because he cheated on me with Dylan. I knew Jason was a cheater because someone sent me pics of him kissing other girls. But I never saw him with a guy. So I didn't know he was bi. He said it was just a fling and cut contact with him after it and for a long time. Then Dylan reached out to invite him to a party. Yes, our engagement party, where he cheated on me with Jason again. 
who didn't live together at the time, so when I thought he was in his house, he was actually banging him. Jason realized what they did was wrong, and he didn't want me to be with an arsehole like Dylan. So he flirted with Dylan in order to make him leave me so I could find someone who can actually treat me the way I deserve. At first, he thought Dylan would do it, but little by little, realized he won't let me go because he is so afraid to tell the world he is gay. Jason threatened him that if he loved me, he'd leave me. Dylan refused, so Jason pretended to lose interest in him. Dylan became obsessed and afraid he'd leave, so every time he could, he'd talk to him, see him, etc. But since he never confessed his true self, he decided to tell me so I don't waste more time with him. I couldn't hold my tears. I was so heartbroken I didn't realize Jason was hugging me. Continue saying that he was sorry, but I needed to know the truth and that if I ever needed anything, I can call him. I left and packed all my stuff from the house. I took everything and went back to my sister's. There's still no sign of Dylan. He hasn't even called or texted, nothing. And I'm starting to believe what Jason said is actually true. I'm feeling betrayed, lied to and mad. I don't know what to do next, but at least I know the truth. Thank you for reading. Hope he adds one more update to that post and says, Hi, I really don't know completely how to use Reddit or knowing something about Reddit etiquette. Sorry if it's not the usual way to see an update. I didn't plan on posting again, but my sister asked me to give you a final update so I could have some closure. She told me about this forum, so all credits to her, I guess. I didn't intend to make this conflict for the LGBTQ community. Your comments harassing them, so please stop. It's because of it that some still are afraid of revealing their preferences, which can lead to situations like mine. I also receive supportive and harassing DMs about how I'm a drama queen, my story is BS, how I couldn't realize that Dylan was gay and things that don't occur in real life. Spoiler, shit like that can happen and it hurts when people minimize that. I'm not saying that you should believe everything, but people write their situations to understand what they did wrong. And for you to simply reduce their pain just because you haven't experienced something like that is petty. Try to give the benefit of the doubt to those reaching out. You don't know the impact of your comments. With that being said, I guess I owe you an update. Dylan never called me, so I decided to force him on telling me the truth. He was with a friend. That friend told me, so I visited him. He didn't want to talk to me, but I insisted. He started by saying he was sorry. He needed to clear his head, and then we'll come back home. I told him it wasn't necessary. I didn't want to get married anymore. He was mad and started reclaiming me. I told him that I knew everything about Jason and him and how a coward he was for using me to hide his sexuality. He was crying, saying that it was BS, Jason's lying, and I want to belittle him. After a few minutes, gave up and implored me to not tell his family or anyone. I said I wouldn't do it, but still, I won't marry him. I gave him the ring, but he grabbed my hand. Told me how, how could I do this to him, that I want to hurt him. I owed him this. I asked him to let me go. He was hurting me, but he didn't. My friend had to pull us apart. Dylan was screaming and getting aggressive, saying that I should stop lying. I cheated on him with Jason, and I wanted to blame him by saying he's gay when he isn't. My friend told him to get out, and he did. After it, his fan called, asking what I had done to him, calling me a liar and a snake. I told them to talk to Dylan, and if they continue harassing me, I'd get the police involved. Jason also reached out, sent me flowers, and I threw them away. I told him to leave me alone and to never contact me again if he didn't want me to get a restraining order. I haven't heard from them since that. Don't know how to do a fresh start. We were supposed to get married on July 5th. Damn, I'm supposed to pick up my dress this weekend. My mom and sis told me to help me with it, but 
They need me because I paid for it, so I'm the only one who can cancel. Today I cut my hair and cried on the way back. I'm crying while writing this too. It's been so much and I feel like shit. So, I guess that's it. Sorry the post got long. And then the top comment on all of that said, Good for you for cutting off a liar. I don't care about who loves LGBTQ+, but cheating and lying is cheating and lying. In addition to cheating and lying about himself, he lied about you to cover his cheating and lying. He wants a woman to help him hide from his family. There are women who will do that even on a temporary basis, but it's straight up emotional torture to go about it in deception with a woman from whom he's asking help, then to drag everyone else into abusing you. Wow. I want to know what was going through Dylan's mind when, you know, you said you won't marry him and you gave him the ring and then he grabbed your hand and said, how could you do this to him? That you owed him this. Like, was he thinking, after all this information has been revealed and everything that you know now, that you're going to continue to marry this guy? I mean, I can only put it down to just lashing out in desperation, but holy moly, what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below, and let's have another story. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And our next story does contain talk of death within the story. So if you do want to skip it, please feel free to do so. Timestamps are always down in the description and along the timeline below. This will probably be the last story of this video. But it's from RockFluffy7995 from the True Off My Chest subreddit. Does contain an update as well, saying, My daughter's grandparents want custody. For a little backstory, I, 31 male, met Beth, 30 female, when we were in middle school. We became quick friends and saw each other every day. We did everything together and made a pact to always help each other. Like she would help me talk to girls and I made sure she was safe at bars. She was the kindest person I knew and was my person. When we were in college, Beth got pregnant with Jenny, seven female, from her boyfriend at the time. She was excited at first, but her parents and the father were against her having the baby. Beth stood firm that she wanted to keep it. Because of this, Jenny's father left her saying he wasn't ready to be a father and never came back and her parents threw her out and told her to not come back. It was a very hard time but I told her I'd never leave her. So we moved in together and we decided to do it together like everything else we did. The day Jenny was born was probably the best day of my life. I'll never forget the first time I saw that girl's eyes and even though she wasn't mine, I felt like I was hers. I was her uncle until she started calling me dad which we took as a joke but we really never stopped her. Our little family was unconventional, but it was ours. 
Two months ago, Beth was killed in a car accident. It was the worst day of my life. Beth and I were never together, but she was my soulmate, my better half, my everything. She was the best mother and person I've ever known. I still can't completely describe the way I feel. Immediately, I became Jenny's legal guardian. It's been hard to adjust to it just being me, and I'm so lost, but want to do my best for Jenny. Which brings me to last night, when Beth's parents showed up at my door, wanting to see Jenny. They want to be a part of Jenny's life and regret what they did to Beth, which I completely understand, but last night they told me that they think it's best if they take legal custody of Jenny because they're real family. They hadn't been involved in Jenny's life at all before then and only met her for the first time at Beth's funeral. I didn't know what to say and told them to leave, which made them angry and they told me they want to keep talking about it or they'll take me to court. I've been so anxious all night and I can't sleep. I've been googling to see if it's possible for them to even just take her like that. She's my baby and I'm the family she's always known. Beth and I never really talked about the legality of my role because I was just her dad plain and simple. But maybe we should have. I don't know who to turn to or what to do. Never thought I'd do any of this alone. I'm just scared. I miss Beth so much. In the post, it said that you became Jay's legal guardian, but it didn't really express how that happened. But I kind of think if that's the case, you became Jenny's legal guardian. And if that's the case, if you are Jenny's legal guardian, surely they don't have a leg to stand on in court anyway. You know, I'm not a lawyer. I don't know the ins and outs, but my first thought as I was reading through this is, you know, just find a lawyer to make sure everything's in place that you are Jenny's legal guardian and the proof that they haven't been part of Jenny's life at all. And as you can imagine, just the majority of the comments on this one just said, you know, go and see a lawyer immediately. That's what you need to be doing. But OP did update the post nearly a year later and said, I'm sorry it's been so long that I never updated. After I posted that thread last year, I read the comments, made my notes, and frankly, I just forgot about it. I intended to come back and update, but I didn't feel like there was enough to say. And then it slipped my mind. I have more important things to do, helping my daughter adjust, and just trying to stay sane. But after the anniversary of Beth's death, along with the news I'm sharing below, I remembered and felt really bad. So I'm sorry for not coming back. Before I give my update, I wanted to clear some things up. I don't live in the continental United States. Beth's parents, let's call them Mary and Larry, are really devout Catholics and couldn't stand that she had relations outside of her marriage and especially since Jenny's dad took himself out of the equation. That's why they kicked Beth out. I've been co-parenting Jenny for her whole life and contributed 50% of everything and committed to give that girl a good life. My parents have always been supportive and have been pivotal in this whole ordeal. They saw Beth as a daughter and see Jenny as a granddaughter. It's nice to have them. I'd always been labelled as a caregiver in her school records. I held her when she was born. Birthdays, her little kindergarten graduation, her first trip to Disney. I have pictures of it all. There are none with Mary or Larry in them. Beth purposely threw away everything she had of them. Not that she had much to begin with. I'd been dating someone at the time when everything started, but I realised I didn't have the emotional bandwidth to be good to her, and I needed to prove stability in my home life. She understood and we ended things respectively. We may reconnect someday, but my love life is not my priority. I talked with Jenny about the situation and from the start, she understood what they are to her. It broke my heart to hear her say, why would they do that to mummy? Jenny and me are in therapy right now. 
While I'm not 100%, I know that I have to be strong for Jenny. Here's the update. After reading your comments, I did exactly like some of you said. I talked to their school and told them what was happening. I've known the staff there for years. My mom is a school counselor and they were so good about Beth's death. Anyway, I told them that I and only I was allowed to pick her up from school. Thankfully, the grandparents never tried anything like taking her. They have not been allowed to spend time with her or around her. And that was on Jenny's request. I respect her want. They did send their Christmas and birthday presents, but I hid them. I didn't know if accepting something from them would hurt the situation. I haven't given them to her yet. It's been so long, I'm not sure I will at this point. After my post, I talked with some lawyers around the city. Honestly, I spent a lot of money on this, but it was way worth it. Beth had a will and requested for Jenny to be cared for by me upon her death. She never told me this. I still didn't exactly understand it, but it was a really, really happy surprise. My lawyer honored that and helped me. I took a loan out, but the debt is worth it. I compiled everything I could. Pictures, permission slips, stupid school mail, everything. Grandparents tried to fight me the whole way through, calling social services and talking to all of my neighbors, trying to find anything possible to prove I was a bad father. It was brutal and messed up. I don't think I'll ever recover for the past year. I could deal with the attacks on my character and them scrutinizing everything I've ever done as if Mary and Larry have always cared. However, in April, once Jenny came into the conversation and was asked awful questions about me, I couldn't help but double down. Part of me is embarrassed and ashamed that I begged. At the meeting, after Jenny was taken out of the room, all I could do was cry. I said something like, please, I beg of you, think about Jenny here. Take you and me out of the equation. Take what you did to Beth out of the equation. Jenny does not deserve this. Think about her, please. If you want to make it up to Beth, as you say, think about what's best for Jenny. I've loved her for a whole life. I've been there. I've held her. She is everything to me. I know you have regret. Be good now. Love Beth now. Respect her wishes, please. The next part is probably anticlimactic, but dear reader, can you believe that it worked? Larry looked down at his hands in what I can only describe as shame and asked to speak with a lawyer privately. When I came back, Larry admitted that they had made a mistake all those years ago, and it wasn't until Beth's death that he realized it. He was tired of fighting. Mary didn't seem too happy, but they dropped everything. Since then, we've had no contact. I guess guilt runs deep. But on to the good news. Last month, it became official. I am now legally Jenny's father. I've been working on the adoption since Christmas. I can't begin to describe how happy this makes me. Jenny has been getting better and is slowly getting back to her usual bright self. I can see moments when she shuts down, like sadness washing over her. That worries me, but we're working with a therapist on this. I still miss Beth and will miss her every day of my life. All I can do to honor her is make sure Jenny has a home and is loved beyond measure. I will tell Jenny about her mum and now every time she smiles, I see her. Thank you for all the messages in the comments. I'm sorry I didn't respond to them before. Thank you for the support and your faith in me. It means a lot to be supported, even if by some people in the void of the internet. Edit, thank you for your comments below. I'm going to try to respond to them this time. Bloody onion ninjas sneaking around here, setting me off again. And of course, if OP, you ever do get to hear this, I'm incredibly sorry for your loss and the amount of heartache you had to go through afterwards. And I'm super glad that OP and Jenny get to be together after all this. He sounds like an incredibly caring individual, loving person. 
But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, as always, if I can just have a minute of extra of your time, I know I've already taken up a whole load of it already. <laughs> and I know I pretty much say the same thing after every video, but I just, I want to try and express how much I really do mean it. And I'm not sure how I can do that apart from keep saying thank you so much for your support towards the channel, the love that you give not only to me, but to others in the comments and the community that you've built, not me, I play a very small part in that role of just being here. You guys are the ones that come in and share your love and support with one another. And that's what makes this community so, so special. And, you know, I, I can't thank you enough for what you do. I always know if I'm having a particularly rough day, <laughs> all I need to do is pop on to, to Twitter and see your messages or, you know, the YouTube comments and just scan through them and just see what's going on. And, you know, it just... It's an instant mood booster for me. So thank you so much for being an incredibly special part of my life. And anyway, I'll start waffling on now. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.